a good day of Shabbos, Parshas, Shreftim. Um, we're on the test on the Dalas, towards the bottom of the page. Eight lines up, at a Horimah, at a voice. He said on the, in the Mishnah, that on the mountains and the hills, we make Eitzamai Severatius. Also the Gemara, also Karanita Amor and Atashto. Does that mean to say that all these we've said until now, love my separatious ninu, they are not things created at the time of the creation of the world. In other words, what about the comets, what about the thunder, the lightning, the earthquakes, the powerful wind? You can't make ghost my separatious on those. The Oxfib is surely the Pontic writes, Birokim Namotor also that he, our Kodesh Borku, made lightning for the rain. So Omar Abai Ansilabai Karech Vitani. Abayi says you should learn all the cases in the Mishnah, the five which says Shekhech Gubarose, and the five of Eitzamai Sebereshis, put them all, group them all together, and on all of them you can say, on all of them you can say Eitzamai Sebereshis and Borok Shekhech Gubarose, Moniyelam. In other words, you make the two brothers. So Robo, um, Robo Omar Robo says, Hosom Mevorich Tarti. Robo says, the way Tetris explains it is, is the, the idea is that he says no. He says the first case, the first group in the Mishnah, it means that you can even say Shekhech Gvarosim You can also say Eusemai Tiberatius. You can say whichever one you want. There you can make one of two, the, take your pick between the two brothers. Borach Shekhech Gvarosim or Eusemai Tiberatius. Hochowaz in the second group, the mountains, the hills, etc., Eusemai Tiberatius Ika. You can make the bracha of Eisamai Tiberishis Shekechem Adi Erdom Lechem. You can't make the bracha Shekechem Adi Erdom because it doesn't really fill the world. Um, and we said, when it comes to lightning, when it comes to lightning, so generally the minhag is to say Eisamai Tiberishis, although you can say either. And when it comes to thunder, you say Baruch Shekechem Gubarasim Adi Erdom. If you hear strokes, see both of them together, so therefore you're going to make one bracha, then it's better to say Eisamai Tiberishis on both because Eisamai Tiberishis covers. Um, as well. But, if that would be fine. If a person saw the lightning and he wanted to make a brach on that, let's say, and he had in mind for the thunder which was going to come subsequently, then the halacha is that it could well be that that does work. It does work because he knows that thunder is going to come. And especially in light of the, what the Gemara said earlier with Rabbi Akhobe Yaakov, that lightning and thunder really actually happen at the same time. It's just that light travels faster than sound. Therefore, the thunder has already happened. So therefore, perhaps that, that, would, that would be a, a further element in understanding why theoretically a person could be yotzeh with that. Um, we spoke about as well, if a person was in the toilet at the time when he heard the thunder or lightning, if he can get out and uh, make the bracha within he should do so, if not then there's nothing to rush about, in terms of having to wash his hands, if all he's done is gone into the bathroom, gone into the toilet then he can make it without washing his hands I mean, clean, clean your hands on whatever you can if you can, but um, otherwise you don't have to worry about it, but if he's touched somewhere touched a, a covered area or he's been excused or anything like that then obviously he has to um, wash his hands and if, even if that means you, as a result of that he won't be able to make the bracha then so be it um, if a person um, is sort of needs to be excused can he make the bracha um, in, that, uh, in that state so there are those who say one can as long as, that is, as long as he's not actually having to so to speak go against the push of nature in which case he would be over on, on a but 
Um, as long as that's not the case, something you can. Nonetheless, better not to. Um, especially, says the Mishnah Bura, if you know there will be more thunder and lightning coming anyway, in which case to be able to make the bracha on that. Um, next thing is, in terms of, uh, what if a person has just come out of the bathroom? And he needs to say Ashi Yotzah, and then he sees thunder lightning, then he should make the bracha on the thunder lightning first, and then the Ashi Yotzah, because otherwise he will lose the opportunity to make the bracha on the thunder lightning. Um, in terms of when can a person make the bracha again? In other words, if I made the bracha on thunder lightning, so based on the Yushalmi, we said like this, that if, the, if it's a new day, then you can make a new bracha. Other than that, within the same day, unless the sky clears completely, that means the, the, the clear sky, not just the wind comes along and blows the clouds a bit here, a bit there. It clears completely. If that happens, then you'll be able to make new brachas. Otherwise, until that happens, you can't make the bracha again. Um, this is as opposed to things like mountains and hills and these sort of things, which we say you can make Osamai separations on them. Um, those, you don't make it unless you haven't seen them for 30 days. Um, that's really it, and obviously it has to be something which is very impressive in terms of uh, mountains, not just some a little hill. Um, continuing on, I think that that's more or less covers the other we discussed. The Gemara now continues on. Somebody who sees the sky in its purity. When is that? That doesn't mean to say that if the sky has been clear for many days, you can make the bracha every day. That's not what it means to say. It means when the sky is unclear and then reverts to a state of clarity, of tara, that means it's now come back to the way it was at the time of creation, then you can make the bracha. When is that? He also When rain is becoming all night, with its suffering in the morning, also istana, a northern wind comes along, and reveals, uncovers the heavens. Upligid Rafram Bar Papa, that argues on Rafram Bar Papa, Omar Abchista, the Omar Rafram Bar Papa, Omar Abchista, and the Yemshakar of Isamidosh, he says we don't get such thing nowadays. From the time the Isamidosh was destroyed, the Lenir Rakia Batar Rosa, the sky was not seen in this state of purity, Shanem says, Aldish Shamayim Kadurus, I will clothe the heavens in blackness, the Sak Osim Kasusam, and I will place as their clothes, I will place sackcloth on. In other words, there will be this darkness. As we discussed, the idea of onon, of clouds, is the symbol of, of, of uh, sins. The world, after the, after, uh, in the state of exile, we are clouded over by the sins, and therefore we don't get this state of rakiyab toharoso. That comes through the northern wind, which comes after chatzos, as we said. And it could well be, we mentioned the idea, that after chatzos, the northern wind uh, blows, that's the wind of Geulah. Like Klarisor, when they came out of Mitzrayim, that was... It's a time of Geula, that's the northern wind which blows along the Geula. That we don't get nowadays, says Rafram Barpova. Top of Nuntes on the Rabon has been taught in a Braisa. Horea Chamo Betkufasa. Somebody who sees the sun in its Sukufa. Or, which the Gemara will define in a second when that is. But in other words, what it really means is, when the sun comes back to its original exact position that it was at the time of creation. Levona Begurasa. Or a person sees the, the, the Levona in its Kavur. Now, there is a Giris that the Gon has Levona Betarot, he brings from Rishonim. According to that, the Gon says that means bang in the middle of the month, when the moon is absolutely complete, which most people we can't tell. We don't know when it's exactly complete, so we can't really make that bracha. Um, according to the Ramlam, the way it's understood is Levona Begurasa means when the Levona comes back to where it was at the beginning of creation. Now, that means it comes back to the, to the point 
where it's, it's sort of right at the beginning of the muscle of Teleth, and it's got to be bang in the middle. Not to the north, not to the south. That also cannot, never happens because of gravitational pull of the various planets such as Jupiter, that will always mean that even when the moon finishes its cycle, which is 18 years, 11 days minus 8 hours, I think it was, um, even then, it will never be bang in the middle because it's pulled, it'll, its orbit will always be slightly different. And therefore, again, based on that, that's one of the reasons why we can't really make this bracha. So, kechavim bimisilaitam, when the stars, that means the planets, um, are in their path. That means um, that they all, well, again, According to the, the Gon, the Gon just says, the Mishmarosam, he's got the Gitta, the Mishmarosam. That means that as they were in their order, as they were from the, um, at the time of creation. According to the Raman, that means the same as the Labono, that they come back to the state where they're right there at the beginning of the Mazel of Teleh, not to the south, not to the north, and again we have the same sort of problems. Umazol is considered, and finally the last one is if you see the Mazol in their right order. Um, again, the, the Gon's got the Gitta, Mazol is the Itam. But the way the, so, so he learned that to mean when the muzzle of Teleh, I think he learned something along the lines that the muzzle of Teleh comes up at the, I think it was in Nisan, it comes up at the beginning of the month, something like that. Based on the Rambam, it's the idea that you see the muzzle of the Teleh leading the way during the month, I mean, well, you see the muzzle of Teleh leading the way. That, theoretically, doesn't say it's got to be the first, at the beginning of the night. So therefore it would seem that that would be during the month, I think, I think it was Cheshwan, I think we said, that uh, theoretically you could, be, you could make that. The only thing is, again, there are various stakers in all these, in all these, um, in all these brachas, and uh, because of that, we don't make the, any of these brachas except for the Chama B'tikavot. So again, during this year, we discussed it in slightly more detail, and we explained the various, uh, some of the stakers in it. So, Boruch, so on all these things, Omer 1 says, Boruch is severation. The Emos Havi asks the Gemara, when exactly is the Chamo B'tikvoso? So, Omer Abayi says, Abayi says, Kol Chav Cheshenin, every 28 years. Then the cycle comes around every 28 years. The cycle comes around every 28 years. The Tkufa of Nisan will fall in the, the, um, the uh, planet, if you want, the, sort of the, what we call the muzzle of Shabsoi, which is uh, Saturn. Tuesday night, in other words, at the beginning of Tuesday night, as it goes towards Wednesday. That was the time when our Kodesh Baruch Hu put the sun and the moon, he sort of uh, suspended them, Mitzvah uh, Oiris, at that time, the beginning of, of Wednesday, and then the, that's, that's when the whole cycle started. Now, if you work it out, you'll see in order for it to come back to that same point, just a very simple calculation is like this. Each year is three, roughly 365 days and a quarter. Now that's perfectly divisible by seven, except you're left over with one and a quarter. So that means every year, the, um, the Tkufa of Nisan will move on one and a quarter days. That means at the end of four years, it will come back to the same point in time in the day. In other words, it will come back to the beginning of a night, but it will be one and a quarter times four, which means five days. It will have moved on five days. So, in other words, instead of being Tuesday night, it will then be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Shabbat, Sunday night. It will be Sunday night. And then the year after that will be Thursday night, I think it is. When, um, no, in fact, Friday night, no? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, yeah. So, it will move on five days at a time. 
after 28 years, which is 7 times 4, 7 of these minor cycles, it will finally come back to Tuesday night. At the beginning of the night, when the Mazel of Shabzoi is there, that is when you can make the... So on Wednesday morning, we get up in the morning, we get up early, and at the first opportunity, we make the bracha on, of Esamai Severatius. We discussed, just as an aside, what happens if you can't see the sun. So until three hours in a day, you can definitely still make the bracha, some say until Chatzos. Um, but beyond that, you've got a problem. If you can see the sun inside the cloud, well, you can see the mark there, but you can't actually see, actually see the sun, the Chatzos says you can make the bracha on that. But if you can't see the sun at all, the Chatzos says you can't make the bracha. Others may disagree on that, but that's what the Chassam Sofer, the Shari Shuba speaks about it. Um, we, one thing we did point out is, this 28-year cycle is not 100% accurate. Because, in truth, as Ibn Ezra points out, even the Shmuel gives us the length of the year as 365 days and a quarter, he says it's clear that even Shmuel realized that was a rounded-up number. It's actually, we know nowadays, it's 12 minutes shorter than that. And apparently we are now 18 days out. There are various, various rides for this, but we are, there's the simple ways to actually test this. If you look at when the Tukufa of Shmuel falls, you'll see that the day and night are not equal, which they should be if that was the real Tukufa. Also, in the 19-year cycle, in terms of the leap years, you've got 70 leap years in the 19 years, so I think it was in the years 5 and 16, you'll find that the Tukufa of Shmuel falls after Pesach, which obviously is a, should, is a bit of a problem. So obviously we don't actually follow the, the, uh, the actual calculation of Shmuel in regard to our calendar. We follow Abaye and Rovo. Um, but in terms of the Birkat HaKamo, we do follow, we do follow the Sheta of uh, Shmuel. Um, continues on the Gemara. Rabbi Yehuda Oymer. Rabbi Yehuda says, hayam We said if you see the Yamagodol, then you can make the Bracha of Oisa Yamagodol. Um, in terms of what is the Yamagodol, so the Mechaber Paskins, it's the Mediterranean. Many Akharinim hold it's not, it's the, uh, I think we said it's the Atlantic, the, one, the, sort of the, the, the biggest ocean. So it seems that like on the Atlantic you can make the Bracha. On the Mediterranean, somebody who does, he's got what to rely upon, but it's better not to do so. Rather, you should make the Bracha of Esamai Sebereshis. And straight away, following from that, Ha'isa Yamagodal as well. So say, Elekinu Melech Ha'elam, Ha'isa Ma'isimereshis, Ha'isa Yamagodal, or something like that. Um, so we said, this is only if you see it, as with various other things, only if you see it lifrokim from time to time. Ask the Gemara, lifrokim ad kamo. What's said it's from time to time? So, Omer Omi Bar, Abba Omer Abi Yitzchak, Ad Shalosh Yom. It means you haven't seen it for 30 days. And the way we explained that was, that it means you haven't seen it because it's a sophic, it has to be 32 days inclusive of the first time you made the bracha and the day on which you're standing when you want to make the bracha uh, the second time. So it's got to be a 30-day interval. So, Omar Rami Bar Abba Omar Rabi, it's called Korea Pras. Somebody sees the river Pras, Agish or the Bobel on the, literally the bridge of Bobel, Omi Kse Borach Eseberation, Kse the Borach of Eseberation. But in the Benadis, the Shon Yuar Parasoi, that the Persians have changed the course of the river, you can only make the bracha if you see the river from the place called Beishavar, possibly the house of the Shavar Malka, and upward, up the, upstream, there you can make the bracha because that is still a semi-separation. It hasn't been touched by man. Below, if you're going down river, you wouldn't be able to make the bracha because, and as this is the way we pass in, you can't make a bracha on a river if, or, or any part of a river where it has been altered by man. Rabbi Yisif, Omar Rabbi Yisif says, you can make it from the place called Eidakira and above. Some of you see the river Dagelet, Agishra, the Shavisana, 
from the bridge of Shavistana Emik Seborcha Isabarashis. And uh, this is the way we pass it. We pass it in order to be able to make a bracha on the river. It has to be such that it hasn't been touched by a human being. By human beings. It's got to be as it was from the days of creation. Now, um, it's loved up, although it says said earlier, it's not on all rivers. You only make it on the four rivers which are connected to the soil. La Alokha, we see on any impressive river, one can make the bracha. It's got to be an impressive river. So the ones of Eretz which are connected to the soil, they've got a chashiva to Eretz soil. But any very big, impressive river, you'd be able to make the bracha. But again, with the one condition that it hasn't been tampered with by man. Now, La Halokha, we say when it comes to a river, if you've got a sophic about it, then you don't make the bracha, at least you don't make it with shame or with, a, with, a, with an ocean, we assume that it hasn't been tampered with, unless you know otherwise. My Chedekev, of the Gemara, Of the Gemara, my Chedekev, what is, what is, what, no, why is it called the river Chedekev? So, Amaravashi Shemem of Chadim Vekalim, because its water is sharp and light. It's sharp and light. Very often, you can get somebody who's very sharp, but it takes him a long time to actually, once he's got something, he's got it. He's very sharp, he can, he can analyse it, but it takes him a long time to get it. This is cow, it's light. My paras, what is the river paras? Shemeim of The way Rashi, by the way, explains it, is literally the water is light. It doesn't, doesn't weigh down the body. My paras, Shemeim of Polimvarovim. This water make a person fruitful and multiply. The reason why the Bnei Mechuzah are sharp, because they've drunk from the water of the Dagelet. The reason why they're red, is because they, they uh, have intercourse during the day, when the sun is shining, the, the, the sun can sometimes, especially at sunset, it can be red, and therefore their children come out red. The reason why their eyes jump about is because they live in dark houses. Apparently that causes their, their eyes to jump about. We said on rain, etc. On rain, we said, you make the bracha of Hatev HaMetis. On rain, you make Hatev HaMetis. Some say we've taught in a brighter. From when can you make a bracha on rain? From when the literally the chosen goes to meet the colour. In other words, when there's puddles, you don't have to have the full full um, amount of rain needed. Once it's puddles such that when the when the new drops come down, the drops below in the puddles will sort of bounce up to meet them. In other words, you get these bubbles forming. Um, then you can already make the bracha. And the bride says, My Mabarakh, what bracha do you make? And we say, Omar Rabbi Yehuda, we, we, not, not necessarily the Brighter is teaching this part, but Omar Rabbi Yehuda, Moti Manach Nuloch, I'll call tip of the tip, we give thanks to you for every single drop, Shehirat Salon Udiyah brought down for us. Rabbi Yechon on the sign, Bohokhi, Rabbi Yechon finishes off like this, We had on Ilupinu Mali Shiro Kayom, if our mouths were filled with Shiro like the sea, etc., etc., Ain on the Masrik and Odis Loch, we wouldn't be able to give you enough thanks, Hashem Adakeinu, Ad Tishtachavi, you continue on until you get to Tishtachavi, this is like we have in Nishmas, and then you finish it off, Baruch HaTor Hashem, Roi Ba'udoyz. Ask the Gemara, Roi Ba'udoyz. You only give Hashem the majority of Ba'udoyz, but look, Kol Ha'udoyz, and not all Ha'udoyz. So, Amar Rabba says, Rabba, Emo, to say Ha'kel Ha'udoyz. To say Ha'kel Ha'udoyz. Amar Rabba says, Rabba, Hilkach, therefore, Nehmenu, this survive, we should say both of them. Roi Ba'udoyz, for Ha'kel Ha'udoyz. To give us the Ramam, and the way it's passed in the Shulchan Aruch is, you say, Roi Ba'udoyz, or something like that. You don't say, you don't say Hodoyz twice. You just say, um, 
Kei Rov So, our component we see from here that you don't, you don't say, Hatevamitis. Verakashis, we have a problem here. Answer the Gemara, Lokashi, it's not a problem. Hodeshama Mishma, one's talking about when you hear about it, that's our Mishnah. If you hear about the rain, then you say, Hatevamitis. Hodeshosamesi. Whereas the Brighton sheet which you just quoted is talking about when you, or the member which you've quoted, whichever one it is, it's talking about when you see the rain. Then you say this Modimanachnulach. Ask the Gemara. Deshoma Mishma. When you hear about it, that's what our Mishnah is talking about. Hainabasulatovis. That's the same as the case in the Mishnah of when you hear good news. Utsunanam, we've already learned from the Mishnah. Albasulatovis, Omi Yusei Borachateva Mesit. So, in which case, So in which case, why would the mission need to tell me again? And if you hear about rain, you say, I'll tell Error, rather, you're right. Both are talking about when you see the rain. Below kasha, it's not a kasha. One's talking about when there's a little bit of rain, and one's talking about when there's a lot of rain. Now, Rashi understands a little bit of rain, we say, and a lot of rain we say Atevamitis. Meaning that the little bit of rain is, like we said in the where we say Mudimalachnulok, that's when you have puddles. In order to be able to say Atevamitis, you have to have even more rain than just the puddles. The Ibai is or you can say, Both are talking about when there's a lot of rain. So no kasha, and it's not a kasha. One's talking about when he's got land, one's talking about when he doesn't have land. If he's got land, because it's not only good for him, it's good, it's good for him, and it's good for others. He's got land like other people said, he can say, So, um, in fact, that's, that's actually a question. We'll, we'll come back to that, minute, that, that bit in a second. If they are, is a question. Sorry, I misread that. We'll come back to that in a second. But before we go any further, that's the way Rashi learns it. Again, we have two answers here. Either the Moedim Anachnoch is said when there's a little bit of rain, which means, Rashi says, puddles. To say, we need even more rain than that. Or, both are talking about when you've got a lot of rain. Just one talking about when you've got land and one talking about when you don't have, don't have land. Now, if we're going to go to Chumrah, that's going to mean that in order to be able to say, I've got to have land, and there has to be a lot of rain. Well, a lot of rain, according to the first answer, that means more than just puddles. Now, you'll find, Lahalokha, we don't pass on that, like, like that. Because from the Rambam, it's not Mashmah like this. From the Rosh, I think it's not Mashmah like this. Etc., etc. Rather, it's Mashmah like the Ritzvah says. The Ritzvah learns that a little bit of rain means less than the puddles. The opposite of Rashi. A lot of rain is the puddles. Therefore, in order to be able to make the bracha, the halacha is, you can say, Atev Amitiv, once there's already puddles. Once there's puddles, you can make the bracha of Atev Amitiv. Not like Rashi. But, obviously, with the one condition that you have land. So says the Gemara, if they are a Teva if you've got land, you make the Brocha a Teva Ametiv, 
Tanya, but surely it's either Tanya or Tanan, depending on whether we rub out a little bit from the Gemara. But either from the Mishnah or the Bright, we've learned. Bona buys Kadosh, if you build a new house, the Koma Kedem Kadoshim, or you buy a new Kedem, only you say the Baraka, or Borak Shechion, or Ikiyonu, and Azmanazet. Not Tatevanetim. Now, this little bit here, some take out, and therefore you can say it's from the Mishnah, or you have this case, in which case the answer is going to be quite uh, self apparent. Shalom, Shalom, Kedem, Oma Tevanetim. If it's not just for you, the house, or the Kedem, then you can say Tevanetim. Answer the Gemara, no Kasha, it's not a Kasha. Hod if they should put, one's talking about when you've got a partnership, Hod the less they should put, the other one's talking about when you don't have a partnership. And exactly as we've learnt in a brighter, Vartanya, because as we've learnt in a brighter, Kitarish Shadow, the rule of the matter is, Al Shadohu Aim Barak Shekhyonu Vikiyamonu. If you've got something just where you benefit, you make Shekhyonu, Al Shadow Al Shekhavirif, something which both you and your friends benefit from, Aim Yisei Barakate Vanatif. Now the question is, what is considered Shutfut when it comes to land? With the rain. Does that mean that I've literally got a shutter, the land belongs to me and somebody else? In which case I've got to have I've got to have a proper shutter. Well, it can't be a goy. Arguably, it can't be my wife or children either. It's got to be somebody else. Or do we say, like Rashi says, Rashi and others learn, the Makhlaikis Roshanim. No. And the Rosh says as well, it doesn't have to be that I've actually got a shutter in the land. It means I've got to have a shutter in my simcha. Well, automatically, there's many people who are very excited when the rain comes, because I'm not the only one who owns land. Anyone who owns land is very excited, therefore automatically I can make Hatsevam Etif. According to that, that will mean that you'll never have Sheikh Yonu over rain. You'll never have Sheikh Yonu. Because Mimonavshot, if I've got land, I make Hatsevam Etif. If I don't have land, I'm going to say the Mojim. So, it'll be one way or the other. That I'll never make the Baruch of Sheikh Yonu. La halacha, however, we do not pass in like Rashi. The Shukhanar of Tassins, you have to have a Shutaf in the land. And therefore, it's like this. If I don't have land at all, I say, Mojim Anachnulach. If I, don't, I have land, but I don't have a shutuf in it, I say Shekhyon. If I have land, and I actually have a shutuf in it, a Jewish shutuf, not, well, I have a Jewish shutuf in it, then I can make Hatsev Amitiv. But says the Mishnah Brura, with regard to whom my shutuf has to be, for this we can go lenient, and we can hold back those who say that it's good enough to have wife and children. That's considered to be a shutuf, because I'm not the only one who's going to benefit from the land, my wife and children will also benefit from it. For that I can make Hatsev Amitiv. Because he says, number one, there are those who hold that, that is considered a shutuf. Wife and children is considered a shutuf. And even according to those who say that's not considered a shutuf, remember I've got Rashi, the Rosh and others who all say that I don't need a shutuf in the actual land. I need a shutuf in my simcha. So I don't need a shutuf at all in the land. So therefore, at least with regard to that, although we pass in the Chumrin, you need a shutuf in the land, but it's good enough to have a wife and children as your shutuf. That is all with regard to me seeing the rain. What if I hear about the rain? The Gemara rejected that, because that, the Gemara said, oh, that's already been dealt with in our Mishnah under the Surah Tovah. That you may cast over our native. Now, the Ritzvah well says, although he entertains the idea that maybe it's even if I don't own land, he says, no, of course you have to own land. That in, order to, I, in other words, if I own land and I hear about the rain, I can also say, I'll say, I'll say, if I own land and I hear about it, I hear about the rain, but I don't have a shot of at all, I can make Shekhi but what about if I don't own land and I didn't see the rain? Can I make the bracha of Moedim Amach So despite the fact that the Ritbar seems to say you could, the Mishnah says, Sofei Baruch Slokel, we don't make the bracha. So in summary, if I own land, whether I hear about the rain or I see the rain, if I have a shutuf, 
wife and children can count for that, I can make Hatsu Vamesis. If I don't have a Shutuf, I make Shekhiyon. If I don't own land, then if I see the rain, I say this Mojim. If I do, if I do not, if I did not see the rain, I only heard about the rain, then I don't say anything whatsoever. We did speak about one or two situations where you can make Shekhiyonu. Um, in fact, sorry, it was even Hatsov, no, Shekhiyonu. And that is, for example, um, the river Nile, the Mishra Burra talks about, there, even if you don't own land, it's just a very exciting moment when the Nile fills up. They used to make a yomtiv, some sort of yomtiv, it seems even about a certain part of it, everyone was very excited. Over that, it's no worse, it's no less than seeing your friends after 30 days. It's a certain simcha. After a certain time, so you can make shekhiyon on that, the Mishnah Bura says. Okay, so ask the Gemara now, the Gemara has now got a question. Are you telling me, Are you telling me where there's no one else who joins in in simcha? Well, where's the other one joining in his simcha? Answer the Gemara. There is what we're about where his wife is with him at the time. Therefore, she's also very excited about having a uh, having a son, and therefore he can make hatov v'ameitim. It doesn't mean literally that the wife is with him at the time. It means he's got a wife who is also good for her. Therefore, he can make Hatsev Amitim. Now, you'll find in Shulchan Aruch, this is brought the Halakha, the idea that if a person has a son, he makes the Baruch of Hatsev Amitim. And that means, even if he's not there, as we've said, even if he just hears about Hatsev Amitim, you can make on good news, we said. So he doesn't have to be there. The Chabchili should do it as soon as possible. Um, some say within three days, but basically as long as the simcha is still very real, you can still make the bracha. Now what about on a girl? So on a girl, it doesn't say anything. So the Mishnah Buddha says, to him it's posh that you sh- it can't be any worse, can't be any less than seeing a friend who you're very excited over. So you can definitely make shekhiyon. Now despite this, and again, that is that shekhiyon is obviously only when you see the baby. And again, ideally make it at the first opportunity. Um, very often the husband will make it for the wife. Just the one thing is the wife's hands obviously have to be clean. In terms of she, she's just given birth, she hasn't touched it, she may have to wash nagel or whatever it is. So then, if, if that has already been uh, seen to, then he can make the bracha for her and she'll answer me to make the bracha for it. Then. Fine. Now, in terms of practice, however, um, you will find that many people do not make these brachas. Many people have men I do not too. And that is seemingly based on the remor. Um, goes back already to the to the to the the, the Rashi already mentioned such an idea that these brachas are rishus they are not chayva they are rishus and not chayva and therefore many people do not make the shechianu some people do not and many people do not even make the hatov amitim despite the fact that the Mishnah Brura is uh, not he says it's not correct not to make the bracha of the I think at least the hatov amitim he says um, he says he says himself that it's um, Yeah, he says that one is definitely it's not correct. He says the reason is like this, because he says, okay, you want to tell me Shekhiyon is Roshos and not Chovah, fine. But where do you find that Hatovah Meitim is Roshos and not Chovah? We don't find such a thing. Then he says, at least Hatovah Meitim he feels one should think. Despite that, nonetheless, however, there are those who have the midnight not to do it. Um, I think the Benish Chai writes that a person at least should have in mind then, when he benches, to have in mind for the, maybe at the bris, whatever it is, to have in mind um, to, for the birth. Um, 
probably ideally not to wait for the bris, though, but to have it in mind when he benches, to have uh, to have it in mind without Tevah Mitzvah there. Um, likewise, just as an aside, we mentioned there is a Chilukim in Hogim when it comes to making a Shefiyonu at a bris, at a bris milah, and there is all they do. Here, the Ashkenazim at least do not. Um, that's that case. Then, and, and just one or two other alochs we mentioned, by the way, um, although there are those who possibly do, but the, the Bi'alocha holds that you only make Shefiyonu or Tevah on the birth of a son, stroke daughter, not a grandson. Right, he gives various reasons why, why that may be. He also questions what happens if a person has already got many sons, and now he has another son, but he really wanted a daughter. He says, it's sort of whether he can make Hatev Amitim on that. Um, and the other thing we spoke about is, if a, if a wife um, dies in childbirth, so can he make Hatev Amitim? That's the, the, the Ramah speaks about it. Um, again, it, it may depend on whether she died um, if she dies straight away or in other words at childbirth or whether it's after that if she dies straight away uh, the Ramah definitely says you don't make Hatev Amit you want to make Shekhiyon make Boruch Tain Emes first and then he'll make, uh, she, uh, then he'll make the uh, Shekhiyon um, if she died some hours later or some days later and he still hasn't had the chance to make the Bracha then, there, the, he leaves it, Be'alacha basically, basically leaves it Torahian. It's not so clear. Um, even though there are those who disagree with this, they want to say that the, you can still make Hatev Amitiv in all these cases because there is a certain, at least a, a Ruchnia Sikha, uh, for the wife, but nonetheless, the, the Din follows the Ramah that one does not. And as I said, the one sort of unclear case is, uh, in the case where she was Nefteris she, she nef- a little after the childbirth. Continues on the Gemara. So, Toshima, uh, come and listen. Meet Ovid, if his father dies, Uhu Yarisha, and he gaushes his father. But Tchilo Eme Boruch Taino Emes, firstly he makes the Boruch Baruch Taino Emes. But if I say, Eme Boruch Hatev Amitim, and then afterwards he makes Hatev Amitim. They say, by the way, not to do it straight afterwards, it's a lack of COVID for the father. So, I think people wait till after, after the Shiva. And as a result of this, apparently some people do, uh, many people have the midnight not to make this Boruch uh, at all. Or they'll only do it again in benching or something like that. Have it in mind through through something like that. Now, where's the other person? I'll tell you about why are you making out tevah mitzvah. Who's the other person who's gaining? Answer the Gemara. Some nami there as well. The ikar achi the kayati ba'adi. There's brothers who are yashning together with him, and therefore he's not the only one who's getting the tevah. Therefore he can say tevah mitzvah. Um, and again, this is passing the halacha. What happens if there aren't any other brothers? Obviously, then he would make shechianu. Um, if there are, if there's wife and children. Uh, if his wife and children, then, in other words, he's the only one who's yashning, but he's got a wife and children, then does he make Shechion or does he make Hatev Amitiv? So, um, basically, the Bi'alocha brings from the, the, the Yaivut that uh, if, there are, if there is wife and children, then one would be able to make Hatev uh, Amitiv, because obviously they're going to benefit from it as well. Um, but he says it could well be. Um, he brings the Morgan Avram, the base according to the Morgan Avram, it could be that there will be a difference whether he's yarshning money or objects. If it's money, then he wouldn't make Hatev Amitiv, because there's no direct handoff, but he doesn't have to give anything to the wife and children. Um, but if there are objects which they are also going to benefit from, there's a car, let's say, they'll also benefit from, then he can make, um, he can make Hatev Amitiv. Um, is this only on, uh, in terms of only when he yashans uh, a parent. No, it's loved after, so to a husband who yashans his wife. 
same thing, I make Boros Dayan Emes and I'll be able to make Shech Yonu. Um, this idea of making Boros Dayan Emes, again, whether you do it with, with, whether one does it with Shem or Malchus or not, the Mishnah Burra says that um, it's who are in on any autumn kosher that the person should make this broth, like love dafka parents or anything like that. But he says the Olam is noig, he says, as far as he's concerned, not, it's not correct, but they're noig to do it without shame or malchus. He says, most definitely on the Talmud Chacham, or Krovim, over which a person has to sit shiver, he has to be misabbat on them, most definitely it should be done with shame or malchus. Um, yeah. But, uh, right, says the Gemara, Toshima, Shinui Yayin, if there's a change of wine in Sorat Lavoris, you don't have to make a new Boripriagofet. Shinui Mokim, if there's a change of location, Sorat Lavoris, you have to make a new Boripriagofet. For Omer Abiyesi, Bar Abba Omer Abiyechanot, Abba Bisha Omer Shinui Yayin in Sorat Lavoris. Even though they've said that on a change of wine, you don't have to make a new Boripriagofet, because it was covered by the original Boripriagofet, Abba Omer Borachatev Vamitev. But one does have to make the bracha about it. Because it's been a change of wine. Why? Who's that good for any... Who's, who else is benefiting from that? Answers the Gemara. Also, Nami there as well. There's other people who are drinking with him. Now, there were many halachos we mentioned uh, with regard to, to the bracha about it on wine. There were many halachos. And the, as a result of that, because there were so many halachas and so complicated, as a result of that, the minhag is that people try and avoid having to make the bracha vatsevamitiv. Now, just to summarize, I'll just summarize as briefly as possible the, the various halachas, or the various issues, I should say. Um, again, it's not going to be all of them, but it's just the, the, main, the main points is, are, are like this. Number one, um, in order to be able to make the bracha of vatsevamitiv, just I should say, by the way, why do we make our Tevah Amitiv Dafka on wine? It says it's not on meat, not on... So, besides the fact, uh, I mean, the, the Rabbeinu Bechai says, because there's an Indian to be Mamai, not to have too much Tanuge Olam Wine is Mar Simcha. Therefore, in order to remind ourselves, in order to remind ourselves of the Yem Amitiv, we say our Tevah Amitiv, because remember, our Tevah Amitiv in Benching was instituted because of the Haruge Beta, to sort of play down that Simcha, the Tanuge Olam now, in terms of what wine we need, so, it's like this. If you want to be able to all shitters, number one, it can't be grape juice. There are those who say you can, but there are many who say grape juice is no good. Um, next requirement is, from Rashi, it's mashma, it's only during a bread meal. So, uh, again, from the Ramah, it's mashma, not like that, because the Ramah says that if, during a bread meal, everyone should make their own broch about Tevah But if it's not, because otherwise there's Sarkonom and the answer means, Shemayat and Konon Leveshet, but outside a bread meal, one can make the bracha for everyone. But again, if you want to be able to all shitters, it has to be during a bread meal. Um, next requirement is, as we said, it's got to be with other people. Now, in order to, to qualify with other people, that means, that means that they, at least one other person has to be drinking with him. It also has to be that there is a shutzah in that wine. So if he's a balabayas, no one can make that bracha. Because even if he gives them a cup of wine and says, right, I'm giving this to you as a matano, well then now that cup of wine belongs to them. It's no good. The only way you can do it is if he puts the, the wine on the table and he says, right, whoever wants to drink from this, feel free. Then, it belongs to all of them, so to speak, equally, and then that would work. Um, obviously, if he's got a wife and children, that, uh, that is considered, since he's got a human fire system, then that would be good enough. But again, as long as the wife or children are actually drinking with him. Uh, they also have to be drinking in the same room. Um, yeah. 
that's the next requirement. Um, next thing is, many hold, the Kafachayim and others, they hold, that if you're drinking a Revere. Well, if you're not drinking a Revere, according to Sam, you can't make the bracha. Next complication is that there's quite a bit of uh, machlekes about where exactly that second wine was at the time when you made the original Boripriyag offer. And let me explain to you the complication. In one place, Mr. Burrow is marshmallow that theoretically it could have been on the table when you made the original Boripriyag offer. On the other hand, it's quite clear that there are those who say it has to be that it was not on the table when you made the original Boripriyag offer. Because if it was, then you should have made Bori Priyagofen on the best of the two wines, and that's it. There has to be that it wasn't on the table at the time. Um, but, on the other hand, you had it in mind when you made, made the original Bori Priyagofen. But to be honest, all shitters, it has to be not only it wasn't on the table, it has to be it's not even in the room at all. But yet, to be honest, all shitters, it has to be that it wasn't in the room, but I had it in mind. Because if I didn't have it in mind, I'm going to have to make a new Bori Priyagofen. And according to the Beit Yehud, although there are those who disagree with it, but the Beit Yehud holds that you can only make Hatev Amitiv if you're not making a new Bori Priyagofen. Once you're having to make a new Bori Priyagofen, there's no link between the two wines. So you can't make Hatev Amitiv. So therefore, to be only all shit is actually, it wasn't on the table, it wasn't even in the room, but you had it in mind when you made the original Bori Priyagofen. Then, on top of that, it has to be when you bring in the second wine, the first wine is still on the table. There's still a bit of it left. Otherwise, you can't say Ateva Amitiv because you're not having the second wine because it's better in any way. It's because simply you've run out of wine. Then we come to another uh, sort of complication and that is, well, according to some Rishonim, Rashi, Pashtus and the Rashbam, the Bahag, the Ramam, the second wine has to be better than the first wine. Now, although the, the Shulchan Aruch Paskin, no, as long as you don't know that the second wine is worse than the first wine you can make the bracha. If you want to be Yotzi all shitters, it has to be better. Um, and also it's got to be better, and it's not up to me, not that it's better because you've added uh, various additives to it, sugars, etc., etc. And then on top of that, you have to have that they were planning to drink a Revius within that su'udo. Okay? When they're making, in other words, you're making the with it, uh, when you're making the um, the Atovah Mitzvah, you're planning to drink a uh, Revius of the second wine, is what I mean to say. So that's quite a lot of complica- of, of denim to be able to all shitters. Even though, strictly speaking, you don't have to be able to all shitters to be able to make the Atovah Mitzvah, but it's quite complicated to do it. And because of that, the Minag has come about, so the Kafachayim and the Minchatit Kok sort of, uh, sort of uh, backs this up, sort of the actual Minag is, that generally people do not make Atovah Mitzvah, Rather, rather, what they do is, they bring all the wine to the table, and then they pick out the best wine, they make very priyad often on that, and with that they cover all the wines which are in front of them, and then they will not have to make Hatev Amitiv. As I said, that is just a summary of the halachos. There are one or two other halachos, um, like if you forgot to make the bracha, what do you do? So we said, I mean, I'll just mention one or two halachos as they, as they sort of cut, if I could just find one or two halachos very quickly is that if you forgot to make Atev Amitiv, as long as there's still wine in the, in the bottle, you can still make it. Um, if you've still got the wine in your mouth, then you can make the bracha afterwards. But if you've already swallowed it, Prima Golden says, in Kedai Laborich, don't make the bracha. Um, if you genuinely do not know which wine is better, this is according to the strict letter of the, of the, uh, of, of the law, 
um, then it's Mutsu Nechatzchila to make very Priyar Gofen on one of them, and I'll say that on the second one. But better to take the second one off the table, at least at the time when you're making the very Priyar Gofen. Um, Yeah, we spoke about Seder night, whether you should be making Hatev uh, Amitim on the wines or not, during the meal at least, uh, ideally not, because of it looks like you're being most of Alakoso. Outside of the, uh, outside of the meal, the others on the four Kosos, the Mishaburah says you can, obviously that's not like the Beit Yoda, because the Beit Yoda holds, you're making a new Beri Piyad often every time, and they are Choyva as well, you're, they're obligatory, therefore you don't make a Brocha on that. On the Kosos of Kosos, by the way, that most definitely you do not make Hatev Amitim, you make a, a Mazamin make. The Mogin Avram says because you've already covered it with Hatib Amitiv and Benching, and the Rabbi Kivega says based on the space you order, it's a Choyva, it's, it's obligatory, and you have to make a new Bereb Yagofen, so you don't make the, the, uh, the uh, Bracha. There were one or two other halachs about red and white wine and these sort of things. Um, if you know that the second wine is much worse, then uh, most definitely you would not make the Hatib Amitiv. As I said, that's really just a summary. There are one or two other halachas, but Again, you'd have to go back to the Shia for that. Continues on the Gemara now. If a person built a new house, Labdafka built a new house, he bought a new house as well, um, or he bought new kalim, new uh, garments, new kalim, he can make the bracha of Shechion. And obviously, if other people are gaining from it, he's got a wife and children, then he can make Hatev Amethis. Omar Apuna says, Rapuna Lishonu Elash Eno that is only if he doesn't have any others like them. But if he's already got others like them, in other words, he already received them through Yerusha, in now he's bought them, he doesn't have to make a bracha. Because he already owns such kalim. He already owns such a house, therefore he wouldn't make the bracha. But Rabbi Yechonon says, even if he's got others similar to these, he has to make the bracha. Um, because, this time, he bought it. So there is a new dimension to it, at least it's new with regard to buying. Previously, he just yashed it. Top of Samach Hamadala. Nechlal, that would imply, the Chikona Vachaz Avakona. That if the first time is when he, he uh, bought it, and now he's buying it for a second time, everyone agrees with him in the Bracha. The Ikadomi, others say, Omar Rapuna, Rapuna says, Rapuna says, you don't make Sheikh Yonu, um, you, or, sorry, you will only make Sheikh Yonu if the first time he didn't buy it. No, you may already have it, but the first time any student didn't buy it. But if the second time, you, the first time you also bought it, then you don't need to make the bracha. That is the same, basically Rabbi Yechonon's shit in the first lotion now becomes Rapunah's shit in the second lotion. Rabbi Yechonon, Rabbi Yechonon in the second lotion, he goes even further and he says, even if you already acquired it the first time and now you're buying it a second time, it's a new article, new simcha, you have to make Shekhi on the second time. Mechlal, that would imply, that if you already have it, and now, uh, in order you have it through Yerusha, and now you're buying it, everyone would agree, even if you have to make the bracha of Shekhi So basically, so we ask a question, we've learned in a bright, Bono by Chodesh, if a person builds a new house, they know Kayetibai, and he doesn't have such a house. Dafki, that he doesn't have such a thing. Or, Kono Kalim Chadoshim, they know Kayetibai, and he doesn't have such Kalim. Then he needs to make the Shekhion. If he already has such things, even if he's only got them through Yerusha, doesn't matter. He's already got such things, he doesn't need to make the Brocha. 
Dibri Rabbi Meir, that's the opinion of Rabbi Meir. Sounds like Krav Huna in the first Loshet. Rabbi Yehuda, I mean Rabbi Yehuda says, Bein Kach, Bein Kach, Sorech, Either way you have to make the bracha, because at the end of the day, you've never bought them before. So it's new with regard to buying. Sounds like Rabbi Yechonon in the first Loshet, or Rabbi Yechonon in the second Loshet. So it says the Gabbara, Rabbi Shlom, Al-Lishnon, Kama, that's fine according to the first Loshet. Rabbi Huna, Krabi Meir, Rabbi Huna goes like Krabi Meir, that it's got to be such that you don't have them at all. But Rabbi Yechonon, Krabi Yoda, Rabbi Yechonon goes like Rabbi Yoda, i.e., that you already, you may already have them, but the first time was through, the first time was through Yerusha. And the additional Basra, but according to the second notion, Bishlom Arab Huna Krabi Yoda, that's fine, Rabbi Huna goes like Krabi Yoda, i.e., that as long as the first time you didn't buy them, but, um, and or Rabbi Yechon on the Omer command, but Rabbi Yechon doesn't fit, who does he go like? Who's he saying like? Look Rabbi Meir, but Rabbi Yehuda doesn't fit with Rabbi Meir, nor Rabbi Yehuda. He's saying, even at the first time, you acquired them. So I'm not Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon would say to you, who has been to Rabbi Yehuda, Kona, Vachaz, Avakana, Nami, Sarek, Lavarich. In truth, according to Rabbi Yehuda, even if the first time you bought them, and the second time you're buying them, you can still make Shafi on them. The reason why they only argue in the case of the Yeshlo, Vachana, only in the case where he already had them through Yerusha, and now he buys them, is tell you the the extent of Rabbi Meir's Kiddush. The Afiru Khan of Yishloi, that even if you bought, and you already had them through Yerusha, you don't need to make a Shekhi on it. Because at the, end, at the end of the day, you have them already. It doesn't matter how you have them. The Kol Shekhein, according to Rabbi Meir, Kol Shekhein, if the first time you bought them as well, most definitely you don't make Shekhiyon. Say in Sarek Lavarich. Ask the Gemara, but if you go B'Kana, But why don't you argue in the case of where he bought them the first time and now he's buying them for a second time? The Ain Sarek Lavarich. And tell me that in that case, Rabbi Meir says you don't need to make the bracha. And Rabbi Yehuda would say, even in such a case, you made the bracha. Lo Diachal Rabbi Yehuda to tell you the Kayach of Rabbi Yehuda that even in that case, where you've got them, you bought them the first time, and still nonetheless you make the bracha. Answer the Gemara, Kayach says, Taylor Odeplay. No. The Kayach of Heta is better. Now, why? What do you mean the Kayach of Heta is better? To be explained, the Rashi basically explains when somebody, if you've got a machlokes between, between two Rabbonim, one says, also one says Mutter, which one displays a greater level of Chokhmah is the one who says Mutter. Because to say it's also doesn't require Chokhmah. Because anyone can say it's also. But to say it's Mutter, that shows you must know what you're talking about. You're taking the Achariahs to say that it's Mutter. The question is, where have you got anything about Kerech Seher Teirah? So in short, what we said was like this. Tell your Rabba, the Tzlach, explain like this. So we have to understand, Rabbi Meir didn't say you can't make Shekhi on it. Like the Rashba said, there's Rashus. Or like the Rabba said, it's not a bracha of our if you make Shekhi on it. Therefore, Rabbi Meir is saying, you don't have to make Shekhi on it. In Tzorich Labarit, Rabbi Meir says, you do have to. So now I'll ask you, who to say greater Chokhmah, Rabbi Yehuda or Rabbi Meir? Rabbi Meir. Because Rabbi Yehuda, he's saying, he says to himself like this, look, what's the worst that could happen if I tell you you've got to make Shekhi Yonu? Let's say you didn't have to make Shekhi Yonu. Okay. It's not a brothel of our But if you do have to make Shekhi Yonu, and I say to you, you don't have to, it's optional, then it could be you'll be wearing, let's say, your new suit without making Shekhi Yonu. So if I'm going to go to Chumrah, yeah, you better make Shekhi Yonu. You have to. Whereas Rabbi Meir says, I'm sure of my halacha. I know full well you don't have to make Shekhi on it. That displays the level of Chochmah. Despite the fact that, you know what, it's Nishkabarach if you make Shekhi on it. He still says, nonetheless, you don't have to make it. That shows a level of Chochmah. 
That's why it's Kerch Teiro. Nonetheless, though, we pass in like Rabbi Yechonon. In the second Oshon, that even if you've got such Kedim, and the first time you bought them, if they're new for you, they give you excitement, obviously only if they give you excitement, then you make Shechionu on the second time as well. This is only on Begodim Chashuvim, on your new socks you don't make Shechionu, even for a poor man who's very excited for it, Although there are those who say one does make Shekhyonu on that, we pass in one does not make Shekhyonu, unless it's a beggar Choshuk. Let's say a suit. If it's a suit, then we can say, look, for a normal person who's excited about it, he makes Shekhyonu. For somebody who's not excited over it, he won't make Shekhyonu. With regards to other things, like Caleb, in other words, uh, let's say uh, a new car, a new computer, these sort of things, in other words, not clothes, the Minak Olam apparently is not to make Shekhyonu. It's a little bit of a Tzorach Iyum where that comes from. The, the reason given, the Kapachayim and others say, is like this. It's because Toshlis in, in uh, Sukkot brings up Shri Raghad who says, you only make Shekhyon on, on something which comes from time to time. Like Yom and Tzorim, it comes around in the year. So new fruit, you can make Shekhyon because that's something which runs through the Teba. Hashem creates it from time to time, it's got a certain Teba to it. But on new articles, that's not as much as much. It's up to you when you can buy it every day. You can buy it every month. You can buy it every ten years. It's up to you when you want to buy it. The problem is, obviously, then, so why do we make it on clothes? And that's why, in the words of the Roshonim, uh, sorry, in the words of the place, can you see it's a little bit of a svara kalusha. It's a bit of a weak svara. And therefore, ideally, one should try and get out of it. Don't make the bracha on these things. On clothes, and then I get to do it. On these other things, so you want to make shafiyonu, try and get hold of a new fruit to be able to cover it. But if, you, if other people are going to benefit from it, you can have it in mind when you say, I'll say, I'll make some invention. But that's the Minhag nonetheless. That is the Minhag Um There are various things which is a very great area. For example, even al Alokho, um, if a person buys new sporin. Well, some say you can't make it on new sporin because mitzvah is lovely, honest mitzvah. The mitzvahs are not given for hanor. Um, on the other hand, some say, yeah, but look, I mean, the Mishnah Baruch says, if you've... If, you're not making the bracha on the learning of it. You're making on the bracha on the fact that I'm so excited that I finally got hold of the sefer. So he says, then you could make the bracha. There's a lot of grey areas, things like if you know, uh, somebody brings out a sefer, does he make a bracha? If a person puts on tefillin for the first time, does he make shekhi on it? All these sort of things, um, the, best way, the best idea is, I mean, the chasm sefer says, well, it's not, it's not a bracha of our solo, but the best idea is really to try and cover yourself by buying a new fruit, buying a new suit, and being able to cover it on something else. Then we said in terms of when do you make the bracha, so again, Medina de Gemara, you make it when you buy it. But if it's not ready to wear or to use straight away, for example, Kadim, you need to table them. Um, clothes, you have to have alterations, you have to have them sharpness, all these sort of things. So therefore, because of that, we don't make the bracha until we're ready to actually, we actually put them on for the first time. Again, Medina de Gemara, Sirishami, you make Malbish Harumim first, um, but we don't do that unless ideally try and put them on at the time in the morning when you'll be able to make Malbush HaRumim anyway. Otherwise, we don't make Malbush HaRumim on them because it could be Malbush HaRumim only is on something where it literally covers nakedness. Um, the then, then is a very interesting halakha which the Yushalmi says if you give a matana to someone, if you receive a matana, then you can make Hatev Amitiv. Obviously, for you it's good. And even for the Nosein, apparently it's good. So it says, why? Where, where's the good for the Nosein? So the Rosh wants to say because the Nosein is good for him because he's been, either he's been able to give it to Stockholm He's got the money to give the stocker, or because, or because um, he's very excited that the osher 
If he's given it to a rich man, he's accepted his present. So, nonetheless, we don't, we're not knowing this. Although the Shulchan Aruch brings it, we're not knowing this. The reason being, because um, we don't make, um, I mean, number one from Rishonim, you can see from Tosus, Rambam, Rif, whatever, it seems they didn't pass in that this Rishonim. But on top of that, we don't make a bracha on a Hana or Ruchnis, a spiritual, because we did a good act, a brownie point. We don't make brachas on that. It's got to be a physical, tangible um, Hana. The only thing I will point out is that if you actually look at the, the Rosh, I believe that the Rosh means to say that there is a physical Hana. Because he says, it's the fact that I'm giving thanks to our for that he's given me the money to be able to do the stocker. It's not because I've, look, I've been a kind of little stocker. The Rosh of the Rosh is, I've got the money to be able to do the stocker. So too in the case when I give it to an Oshis. It's not just some because now the Oshis is very happy with me. There's going to be a physical benefit to me. Because if the Oshis is happy with me, remember in the future, I may be able to ask him for a favour. So I believe that the Rosh means to say that it is a Hanna or Gashmir. Take a look at the Rosh. I believe that's what the, what the Rosh means to say there. But nonetheless, the Halacha is the one that does not make it uh, on, a, on such a thing. That, that is the Halacha nonetheless. Um... Yeah. Says the Gemara. Mabori Chalora Bukhulu, we said in the Mishnah that you make a bracha on something which is bad, if ultimately it's even though it's, ultimately it will come to the good, you still make Borah Dynamis. Says the Gemara Bukhulu, etc. Hey Khizomi, what's the case? If you're going to shock our Bitcoin Ba'ari, for example, a flood, flash flood went through his land. Abagab the Tovahi Lididei, even though the end will be good for him, the Maskar Aro Sirton, because now the land has got a nice uh, big thing of mud and fertilizer, it's going to make his land better. The Shivchan is going to make it better, Ashtamiyol Rohi, but now, for the time being, he's lost all his crops, it's a bad year, he makes Borak Dynamis. As the Ramam says, you look at the here, now we don't know what's going to be, going to be in the future, we mentioned the Shivad uh, the, the, the Razaz, worry about the here and now. So too, for something which is good, you make the Borak for the here and now, you don't. Worry about, ah, it's going to be bad in the end. You make the Hatsobah Metiv, if it's good for others as well, you make Hatsobah Metiv. Here she's on me, what's the case? Because going, for example, to Ashkaf Metiv, he found the Metiv. Avagav Zerahi, even though the end will be bad for him, did he say? The Shama Bomarkum, because if the king hears about it, shock him, the king's going to take it from him, he's going to punish him for him, punish him for not giving it in to the king. But right now, he can enjoy it, it's good for him. Then we said, Hoysa Ishtar Uberet, if his wife is pregnant, and he says, the may be the will of Hashem, then my wife gives birth to a Zohar, to a male. So he says, it's a waste of time not to fill up. Because she's already pregnant. And the Kiddush in that, the way the, the Ben Yod explained was, that even though you could say, well, no, you can explain this fellow's going on in the future. Even if this child is not a Zohar, so in the future, Shetel is Zohar. Nonetheless, we know what he means, is it's Fedashov. Also, Gemara Velimahani, Rachamid. It doesn't work to Dabba. It says that afterwards Leo gave birth to a, to a daughter. And she called her name Dino. Well, that word seems to be superfluous. And number two, well, what's the reason for the name Dino? All the other tri- the tribes were given a, a reason for the name. What's the reason for the name Dino? So we answer both questions with what? After Leo, she judged herself with a din. She made a kabbal, she made a, like a din. That's the name Dino. That's the Achar as well. Afterwards. Then, uh, she called the name Dino. What's that? But Omran, she said, Yud Beish Shavatim, 
Asidin, Lotis, Miyakis. I know that there's 12 Shavatim that are going to come from Yakis. Shisha, Yotsu, Umameni, six have already come from me. Varabo, Amen, Ashvach, the four have already come from the maid servants. Filon, Zilpah. Hare Asura, that makes ten. So, Imzer, Zocha, if the child I'm pregnant with now will be a male, Lote, Yachesi, Rochel, Ka'achas, Ashvachis. Then my sister Rochel will not even be as uh, uh, equal with one of the maid servants. She'll have a maximum of one of the, of the uh, tribes. So, Miyad Nebchot, about straight away, that Zocha changed into a daughter. Shanemah says, Vatikwa Eshemosin, and she calls her name Zina. Uncle Polly, we see from this that, <coughs> that a child can change, a fetus can change from being a male to a female or vice versa. So we say, Amaz Kirin Maitanism, you can't mention, don't mention Maitanism. This is a name. You can't bring rise from this. Or you can say, The story with there was still within the first 40 days from conception. In the first three days after, after Tashmish, then the Zera should not um, sort of go bad. In other words, it should fertilize. After three days, it can no longer either it's fertilized or it hasn't. So from three days until 40, he should daven that it should be a male. Now, a boy in Yom Vashalisha from 40 days until 3 months, Vashalisha Chadoshim, Yvak Shrafim, Mishadavan, Shadoyeh Sandal. His wife shouldn't become pregnant again, um, such that the latter pregnancy will, the, the fetus will squash the first one, and they, came in, they give him the, like a, like a, the tura of a fish called the Sandal. It's like got a squashed face. Mishadosha Chadoshim, Vashalisha from 3 months until 6, Yvak Shrafim, Mishadavan, Shadoyeh Nefel, that his wife should miscarry. Mishishavatisha from six months until eight uh, until nine months. Yevakishrafa Mishit Vishon Mishadavan that it should the the pregnancy should follow through and for a healthy birth. So you see from there that for 40, until forty days you can govern for it to be a male. After the Gemara Ubi Mahani Rakha means does it help to govern? But Omar Rabbi Yitzchak Bereder of Ami Ish Majiat Chila it's dependent on the material. If the man was Majiat first he gave forth his Zera first. Then you let it in the cave, but the child will be a daughter. Isha Mazatzchilobez, if the woman gives birth, her part first, then you let it zoch, it will be a male. Shenemet says, Isha Kisatriya, if the woman is Mazriya first, then we all she'll give birth to a male. So, that's already happened before conception. So, I'll the Gemara, what are we dealing with here? What if they both are Mazriya at the same time? Then, it could go either way. For 40 days, it could go either way. And therefore, it's worth davening in that time. Um, the, we mentioned the Yonasan ben The Yonasan ben who, who actually uh, writes, that he goes even further. Rochel was pregnant already with Dino. And Leo was pregnant with Yosef. And because of Leo's davening, this fit or whatever it was, the fetuses were switched around. And we spoke about the, the idea whether, whether there is a riot from, from that for, for surrogacy. We basically say not. Number one, because it's Mycenaeism. And number two, because if not for the Medrashim, you wouldn't have known any better. You would assume that Dino was right from the time of conception, came from Leo, Yosef came from Yosef. And in the Dino, the Mashiach operates. But now that when we know what's going on, you've got no riot from there. That's uh, one of the points we mentioned. If he was coming along the road, so he said, if a person is coming along the road and he heard a cry in the city and he says, maybe the will that it shouldn't come from, it shouldn't be from my house, that's his Even though he doesn't spell out what shouldn't be from his house, we all know what he means. 
he means that cry, it's too late, it's a Tfilah shot. Tana Rabban has been taught in a right there was a story with Hillel Azokin, we know a tremendous Onov, tremendously humble person, Shaya Baba Adelech is coming along the way. Now, instead of going through the questions, I'll explain it as we go now with the answer, the shot we gave during the, during the shir. And Onov means somebody who his body is so to speak non-existent. He says, I'm just a Neshama. Meaning, I'm nothing but, Neshama means Hashem, is the Chele Kaleh Kaminal, I'm nothing, I'm nothing but, I'm just a Merakaba for the Shekhinu. That was Hila. So he was coming along the road, Shayababa Derech, the Shoma Kol Tzavachabo'ir. And he heard a great cry in the city. Oh my, he said, Muftochani, I arrest the Shul, I betochan she'in zeh betoch beti. This is not coming from my house. There's no trouble in my house. How could he make such a statement? The answer is because, as we're going to see in a second, Hila was such an honor, as we said, he was... He said, I'm nothing but a Merkava for the Shekhinah. I'm absolutely attached to the Shekhinah. You look at Hillel, you see Bitochman on his face. That is his very Mahut. He's just Bitochman. He says, I'm so attached to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh, I rely on no one but HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's impossible that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wouldn't look after me. It's sad, sort of statistics. I look at it, obviously there could be some Chiddush. Obviously we find something, he can do suffer. But that's the Chiddush. If you ask me to put down my money, I see Hillel, I would say Hillel wouldn't suffer. That's, that's, that's the sort of the Hashkofer Rishayna. There could be a tremendous Chiddush that HaKadosh Baruch in His infinite wisdom will decide for whatever reason that Hillel should suffer. But it, 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 that's the Chiddush. Like the Moshe we gave. The super doctor who can't, comes along and you've got a child there, you're the human going to treat his child. It would be a tremendous Chiddush if he decides not to. It could be he won't, but that would be the Chiddush. Before and I will put money down, they'll treat his child, his child will get better, he's the super doctor, that's my Kodesh Baruch Hu. So Hillel said, because he's got this anomaly, not because I'm so righteous, it's because I'm attached to our Kodesh Baruch Hu, and I'll cover the Shechidah, Muftah Hanish Ein Zebetzirch Beit, it's not coming from my house. So a lot of my about him, the Pontic says, Mishimua Ro Le Yira Nibon, Le Yira, from a bad piece of news, he's not afraid, not from Nibon, because his heart is assured, but to our Hashem, he trusts in Hashem. And the Gemara explains, this is the way we explained it. Omar Rav, Rav said, Karechi did the Rashi Laikra, whichever way you dash in this part, in Mereshi, the Seife, whether you go forward, Midrash, you could dash in it forward. Midrash, you could backwards, Midrash, you could dash in it backwards. Rashi says, either way, it'll be the same. But uh, we explained, like, the, there's many, most Akharonim, and, and even Rashi, the Rashi says, no, 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 it's not the same. I'll just show you the way, the way we, we, we learned it like this. We said like this. If you go forward, Midrash is Darshan's like this. From a bad piece of news, he's not afraid. That's the effect. So I ask myself, what's the cause for that? Now the fact that I'm having to ask myself the cause, that means this person, it's not so clear when I look at him and I say, why is he not afraid? Is it because he's nuts? Is it because he's got betochen? Is it because of some other reason? It's not clear to me what the Sibyl is. And I look, and I find the Sibyl, which is, because he's got Betochen in Hashem. But that's not the ultimate level of Madrid, or, or the, the ultimate level of Betochen. Because the ultimate level of Betochen is when I look at him, I see straight away. I see, it's Betochen. Like we said with Hillel. You just look at his face. He's nothing, nothing but America, but That is Betochen. If I've got to already asked the question, I'm looking for, through the different possibilities, that means he's got other there are other things, other emotions, if you want, other possibilities as to why he's not afraid. Miss Seyfi you can also dash in it, Midrash, you can dash in it backwards. 
this is a true order. Obviously, the cause comes before the effect. That is, that is not a neighbor You get somebody, you look at him and you see, oh, betochen. He's just not betochen. I can work out from that the effect will be he won't be afraid of anything that's Hillel because his Bittachem is so real he was so attached to the Rabbeinu Shalom he can rest assured nothing bad will happen to him just before we go on we'll mention the Ravid Peshat the Ravid says that according to the first Peshat the first way of reading it it's a Havtachem why is he not afraid? Because he's got a Havtocha. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a Havtocha, meaning that he's not afraid because he knows there's a Havtocha. If you trust in Hashem, nothing bad will happen. According to the second way of reading it, it's, he's, uh, he's got the in that nothing bad will happen to him. That's the right of the Finally, we, can't, we end off with two stories. Ha'u Talmud, there was this Talmud, that was called the Basred Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yeti. Notice he was a Talmud, meaning he wasn't, I mean, obviously he was a Talmud Chacham, but he wasn't one of the Gedele Adar. He was going behind Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yeti, but Shukhat is here in the marketplace of Tzir. Chazi is called Machit, Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yeti noticed that he was afraid. And the way we explain that was, his whole body was trembling, meaning his body, his soul was trembling, he could sense there was a Pachad, both on this physical and spiritual plane. So Omale, and that's why we said Sia in Sia Nisamachia Yosef, means there was an extra dose of Pachad there. So Omale, he said to him, Chato'a, it must be you're a sinner. The way the Maharal explains that means Chato'a means you're lacking. If somebody's for Pachad, it must mean that he's not shodding, because if you're shodding, you've got nothing to be afraid of. It's only if you're lacking in some way, therefore you've got Pachad. You're a sinner, meaning you're lacking. So, um, so the Chsiv is the right, Pachad with Sia and Chato'a. They fear, they tremble in Zion because of sin, because of lacking. We said Chatoim is plural because there's lacking in the body and the, both the body and the soul. And Zion again is Gematria Yosef. So Omale, so the Talmud says in Lord Shibbish Holy Rite, Ashri Adam of Tomit. Happy is the man who's always afraid. So it's good to be afraid. So Omale, he said to him, You're only happy if you've got that Pachad Tomit, means if you're afraid of losing your Torah. Now the portion of Peshat says the Maharal is because Torah is the one thing you can never be shot in. As the Gemara says in Chagiga, it's hard to attain Torah, but it's easy, it's, sorry, it's hard to attain and it's hard to retain as well. It's something which naturally a person forgets. So therefore, that is the one thing that a person is good if he's afraid of because he'll continually do Chazorah, as Rashi says. But we explain the Peshat is like this. Divrei Torah is the means through which a person attains that ultimate level of Bittach and the ultimate level of, of uh, the ultimate Kesha with the Rabbeinu Shalom. If a person has got to the stage where he's so Makusha to the Rabbeinu Shalom, like Hillel, he's got nothing to be afraid of except one thing, and one thing only, and that is, maybe he'll end up losing that Kesha with Hashem. As Yaakov Avinu was afraid, as David HaMelech was afraid, Shemo Yugram HaChet, the Gemara and Daft Maybe sin, there you go, Chet, Maybe he'll lose that shlemus. He'll lose that shlemus. He'll have that chisor in there, which means he'll pull down a level. He'll lose that cash with the rebbeinu and That's the only thing he's afraid of. Ashrei adam mefachi tomid. He's always afraid of that because he's constantly. Maybe he'll fall. Maybe he'll fall. That such a person is ashrei. Ashrei yesh maybe seven. He's already living in the house of Hashem. The only thing he's got to be afraid of, is maybe he'll be cast out of that house. And that's exactly as we said. What we say in the David Hashem only. You're talking about David Hamelech there. The, the cause is there first. Hashem is my light. 
I have got absolute betochenness, all you see in David Amelech, then he says to me, Iro, the effect is, I've got nothing to be afraid of. But the one thing he says at the end I'm afraid of is, the one thing I ask of Yashem, the one and only thing is, make sure I dwell in your house, call you mechayai. As we said, lulei emati, I'm just afraid maybe there will come the time when I'm cast out of your house because of chit, because of that chisorin. That's the one and only thing. Such a person is taka ashri. Finally, the last story is with Yehuda bar he wasn't a Talmud, he was already a God of Adar. Have a shock of Ozabat Shedra of Hamnunna. He was going behind Rav Hamnunna. Isnach, he groaned, he sighed. So we said the difference between this story and the previous one is in the previous one, there was a pachad. It was a physical and a spiritual groaning. This was just a physical one. And therefore, Omari, he said to him, Yisurim Boyahu, Gabra, Lisiyan, Afshay. Could be a sort of more question or it could be a statement. Obviously, this person, well, do you want to bring Yisurim on, on yourself? Remember, Yisurim attacked the guf. Suffering, physical ailments we're referring to. Because, obviously, you're lacking in the body, not the soul. Because you could see with the Thomas Chacham. I mean, the reason why I didn't say the, the previous postic, there are those who say, because it's only Bitsir and only an error to show. This took place in Bovel. And therefore, that's why he didn't quote the postic. But the truth is, it's Mashma, he didn't call him a Chayte. So why? I think, as I said, I believe the difference is in Isnach or Pachad. Isnach is a lower level than Pachad. Pachad is both on the exterior and the interior. Here is just the exterior. Which we said, I mean, it can be interior as well, but he sensed this was only an exterior, exterior um, groan, and therefore we know that breaks half the body, which we learned from the Mechess on the base, means the physical body, it means you're going to bring yourself physical suffering. Because the, that shows that your body is chayti. It means your body is lacking. And as we learned from the story about Yisurim Shalava, on Dafhei, based on the Maral, that the Yisurim comes to be mezakich, to purify the body. Therefore, you're going to, as the Potter writes, the Sivas writes, Ki pachad, ki pachad, pochadzi, for I had this fear, by Yeshayeni, and he came to me, Vashayagoti Ovali. And that which I was afraid of, my worst fear, came upon me. Bohoksib, he asked him, but surely he writes in the Potter, Ashray Odom Bafachi Tom, it happens to the person who's always afraid. So after the Gemara, that's talking about somebody like Hillel, who's already reached the stage where he's got nothing else to be afraid of other than the, the uh, Pachad, and maybe he'll lose that Kesha with the Rabbi Nishadayna. Have a very good Shabbos and a good boss.